0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Watchaholic guys thank you so much for being here thank you so much for listening and um, today yeah we're gonna cover uh, we're gonna cover episode 8 of Bridgerton season 2 it is the final episode of this season and I have so many thoughts I just finished watching this and I'm just so so sad that it's done I really don't want it to be over. <laughs> I love this series so much especially this season. Season two has just been one of the best series. I have seasons of a show that I have seen and I am just so sad that I won't be seeing Anthony and Kate again for another year but you know we will just continue to rewatch it on Netflix because we can. Um, But guys I just can't even believe that we're talking about this and it's freaking May. It's been almost like I think two months since um the show came out and it is still super popular and people are still talking about it it's actually just crazy so crazy But guys, I want to invite you, if you do not know, please, um, if you want to watch this, actually on YouTube, I do have a YouTube channel titled The Watchaholic Podcast. You can find me there if you'd like um, to watch this instead of listen, either or up to you, whatever your preference. But just throwing it out there that that is an option for you. But guys, let's get into it. Let's get down into our breakdown for like, I don't know, season two, episode eight, of Bridgerton so overall thoughts of this episode it is one of my favorite episodes and if you stick it out for the end of this episode you'll see what I will be doing next here on my channel but I am really really um just I I, I'm just enamored with this episode from beginning to end it was absolutely perfect I mean obviously I could do without the Featherington storyline as I'm pretty sure most of us could. I don't know anybody who really cared unfortunately and I hate to say that because people worked on this show and are these characters. But I could give two shits about the Featherington storyline. But other than that like this episode from beginning to end was just perfect. We have the resolution. We finally have Kate and Anthony just give in to their love for each other and it is just done in the most beautiful beautiful way we have we have um you know resolution between the parents between violet and anthony between kate and lady mary you have these moments of final resolutions of apologies of like just a nice little bow to that relationship for both parties and it is they're just so beautifully done and I can't wait to talk about them in this episode um we also have Eloise and we have Penelope we have where this is going we've got Colin and Penelope mm-hmm Paul in season three it's coming we know it so yeah this episode is literally perfect and I am just so sad that it's over I'm sad that the series is over and that I won't be able to talk about it anymore. But guys, let's um let's do it. Let's get into our scene by scene breakdown. So, as you guys know, um basically the episode starts off with Anthony rescuing Kate. As you remember at the end of the last episode, he was chasing after her on her horse, horse falls, you know, can't make can't make the landing as they say. So, um yeah, Uh, Kate falls off her horse, hits her head. Anthony goes and saves her, basically. Brings her back to her house. And you can just tell he is freaking y'all. He is freaking out about this. You know, he's, you know, I think in that moment, he's having those flashbacks of when his, you know, he's having that same feeling of when his dad died. You know, all, everything around him is slowing down. He is just like breathing in and out. And you could see that his eyes are watering. He wants to let out this emotion about how upset he's feeling how sad he's feeling in this moment and you know Benedict asks him hey are you okay you know are you okay and um he's just it's he just keeps repeating it's it's all his fault it's all his fault and he just can't even be in the room you know he, he he sees Edwina crying he sees Lady Mary everyone just like freaking out and crying about the situation that Kate is in and you know he's feeling guilty because he knows that he just had sex with her the night before, and you know, she ran, she was running away, and he feels this guilt like it's his fault. And he's also scared out of his mind that he might die. He doesn't want her to die. That is the love of his life. And he can't bring himself to think about this happening. So, yeah, he just, he's just not crying. He is basically trying to keep it together, and he walks out of the room, and then we go into the Bridgerton boom. So, I know what a great way to start the episode, right? They were like, Drama, drama, drama. Bridgerton. Like, it just cracks me up. I'm like, guys, what a start of an episode. What a start of an episode. Excuse me. Um, So, yeah. So then we basically keep going into this next scene, which is basically Lady Whistledown has stopped writing. It's been a week since she has written anything. You know, as we last remember, she basically outed Eloise for hanging out with political radicals and basically shaming the whole Bridgerton family in front of the ton. So she has put down her pen, and everyone's wondering why she's not writing. Everyone is looking for the paper. Everyone's like, why hasn't she written? It's just everyone's upset. It's okay. You'll figure it out, guys. But we go back to basically the Bridgerton's household and you just have Anthony basically freaking the fuck out. And his way of not showing emotion or like trying to let everyone know that he is internally freaking out about Kate is by putting out all of his pressures on his family. So he's basically yelling at everyone, like, Colin, I see that you took out money. Um, don't even tell me, Eloise, the stuff that you've been up to because that's a thing. Um, just basically is in a horrible mood. And we all know the reason why he's in a horrible mood is because he's just trying to focus on his work because he does not want to deal with the fact that Kate is still in this coma, as per se. She hasn't woken up. And um, everyone leaves the room because they just can't stand him. It's, I mean, he is just being a complete ass but it's just anthony kind of dealing it with it which that's how he deals with it so you have violet basically come up to him and say hey like have you seen kate and he's like i don't know i haven't he's like she's like you haven't seen her like what do you mean and he's like i've been busy and i was like oh oh the man is freaking the man is freaking out he is he's he's busy yeah he's basically um busy basically trying to avoid his feelings, avoid giving in to this sadness that he is feeling. Um, but what I loved about this scene is that, you know, Violet basically at the end tells him that he should probably probably make time for what is going on with Kate. She walks away. And this is what I love about Jonathan Bailey's performance as Anthony Bridgerton, is if you watch this show more than once and just watch him in the little moments, it's fucking beautiful. Like, he has these little moments where he just... You can see what he's really feeling, even though he's not saying anything, you know? She leaves, and he kind of just closes his eyes and just breathes in and is just, like, trying. He's like, I'm I'm really, really sad. I'm letting my guard down for that little split second for the camera, and it is beautiful. So thank you, Jonathan Bailey. Again, please be nominated for an Emmy. Because you deserve it. This season you've crushed it. Please get this man in at me. Um, but afterwards we get Eloise. She's basically in her room. And she gets a package from Theo. It's basically a book. Um, basically saying hey come and meet me. So he goes. she goes and meets him. And uh, he just says hey the reason why I pushed you away. Was because I had to make sure that people weren't you know. It was, it was an act. Basically, he was just saying, it was an act for me to push you away because I just wanted the queen to kind of get away from me and stop like, having her eyes on me. So I had to do that. But they decide at the end of the scene that they're going to work together to find out who Lady Whistledown is. And the first piece of information she tells Elo- he tells Eloise is the fact that <laughs> he's been getting the letters in the little silks, which obviously, Madame Delacroix. So yeah, she kind of places that, that that's what that is um then we've got um feathering tins we've got cousin jack and portia just basically she's in her room he decides like he's telling her like hey we should move to the americas to continue to rob people basically and you can just tell he's like manipulating her like clearly there's manipulation here and he's trying to get underneath her skin in the way of like in a in a romantic like sexual way because he kind of like gets close to her and like pretends he's gonna kiss her but he doesn't and he's just kind of appealing to her like underneath of like that sexuality like oh I know you're attracted to me. I know. I know you are attracted to me and I'm gonna use that in my favor. Get him out. Goodbye cousin Jack. I cannot stand you. Goodbye. Leave. Leave the series please. We'll get there. Hallelujah. But then we've got... (laughs) we have Kate she finally wakes up Edwina's by her bedside she wakes up and she calls everyone over and the first thing and it actually makes me sad not sad it makes me no I'm not sad it actually makes me like laugh a little bit because you have as soon as she wakes up the first thing she asks is has Anthony come to see me and like Edwina's like right there I'm like girl did you forget that like that was the last thing are you sure you want to ask for Anthony like right now like Adwino's here and yeah and y'all haven't really resolved that issue yet you know but she basically asks if Anthony has come to see her and um everyone's like no oh, Lady and Barry's like oh he rescued you gallantly in fact in the park and she's like and since and she just shakes her head and she's like I see and you can just see she's disappointed because she wanted him to come visit her um because remember at this point she has no idea that Anthony is like freaking out that Anthony really like loves her she really doesn't think that he does which is sad but yeah um and then we go on to the next scene which is one of my favorites of the whole season and it's when Violet comes to Anthony and basically tells him that Kate is awake and this scene is just a beautiful acting scene acting moment for both Violet and Anthony like I my god it is such an amazing beautiful scene where Violet basically apologizes to Anthony she finally apologizes to him and tells him hey I'm sorry for how everything happened after your father died. I'm sorry that I wasn't there. It wasn't right. I like live with this guilt every day. I think about this every morning and every night before I go to bed. And it was not right. And I'm so sorry. And and Anthony's just trying to keep it to, not, excuse me, he has lost it at this point. Because the moment she comes in and says, hey, um, Kate's awake. He just puts his hands on his like, on his face and he just breaks down and just that's the first time we see Anthony really let go in front of his mom and let go of his of that like I have to keep everything in he lets everything go and it's acting gold when you can get the actor to have that one tear and freaking Jonathan Bailey sells it with that one fucking tear on the one eye just stroll down I'm like motherfucker man he killed it oh it's one of it is one of my favorite one of the many Jonathan Bailey moments that I am absolutely in love with. He is just so goddamn good. Um, but yeah, you know, she basically tells her, tells him, you know, real love, true love is worth it. No matter what, do not lose her, Anthony. You cannot lose her. And he's just crying and he's like, I don't know. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I can deal with how fucking amazing that scene is. And it's just, just letting go of so much letting go of so much but we basically move forward from that and we find out that Benedict you know he's out at his school dealing with you know having some painting fun with his friends and kind of like a girl he's kind of like sleeping with I don't really know but she like goes to the school um and basically we find out that the reason why Benedict got into school was because Antony actually he Gave a large donation to the school. So that secured a spot for him in the art school. And he, everyone thought that he knew that. And he's like, you know, at, at this point, Benedict just thinks that he got in because how amazing his art is. He's a good artist, which he is. But imagine someone telling you, like, oh, yeah, you only got into the school because, like, your rich family paid, like, a huge donation. That's the only reason why you got in, not really based on your talents. And that's hard for Benedict to hear. And as we we move on in the episode you kind of find out that I think he's trying to find out find his way where does he want what does he want to do next which I'm really looking forward to in season three so we move on to the next scene which is Anthony visiting Kate um he finally goes he shows up with these beautiful flowers and um yeah he he shows up to, to into her room and she's like oh like Like hey, like it's awkward. Like the last time they actually saw each other was like when they banged. (laughs) It's like kind of like that, kind of like a morning after situation, but really it's been the week after. So he basically apologizes and he's just like, hey, he basically apologizes for having sex with her the way that it happened. He's like, I didn't want it to happen that way. I took liberties and I did not want that to happen the way that it did. So I'm here to apologize. And she's like, yep, I know it's, it's okay. He's like, and I'm here to ask you to marry me. And she's like, wait, what? He's just like, yep, I'm here. And I'm asking you to marry me. And she's just like, no, no, like, no, you do not need to propose to me. Because at this point, guys, guys, she thinks that he just wants to marry her because of like duty, because he slept with her without like being married, basically. Because remember, you know, back in the day, that was not allowed. Like, even the idea of like which is why period pieces are so like oh the the earning is so good because you weren't allowed to do anything in public you weren't allowed to hold hands you weren't allowed to kiss pda was not a thing you had to wait till you were married to do that with your guy and they're not even married so yeah he she basically thinks he's just doing this out of duty and not necessarily out of love which at this point i'm like fucking anthony anthony britcherton have we not learned anything have we not learned anything anthony Literally, your mom is telling you that you love this woman, and you at this moment just decide to say, "Okay, I'm gonna to propose to her without telling her you love her." My Dios mío, le tengo que dar una bracket, le tengo que dar un aquí para que se despierte o algo, you know, like that was Spanish for I gotta hit him in the head, you know, so that he could wake up. That's basically what I said. <laughs> so, all of my Latin friends, you know, if you're here, comment down below. I'd love to meet you. <laughs> Um but yeah basically that's what happens and at the end she just tells him to go and cuz she's like no I'm returning to India. I don't got time for this shit. And he's like you're running away and she just says just leave. So he leaves very sad. We were like oh come on I thought this was the moment. Nope. They're going to make us hold up a little bit more. So then we've got we go back to Eloise and Theo they're hanging out at nighttime in the shop putting together things and they almost kiss and it was so cute but Eloise kind of moves back and Theo kind of takes that as a hint that she's not interested in him and kind of was just there to kind of experience being in the lower class kind of situation he I think he just takes it a little bit the he takes it the wrong way but Eloise doesn't stop him and it made me a little bit sad because like I really want I'm like one of those people that's – I like Eloise and I like Eloise and Theo together. I don't read the books. I don't know nothing. The only thing I know is that in the books she's supposed to be with Sir Philip, but he's with Marina. So I don't know what they're – where they're going with this. But um, yeah, just it brought a tear to my eye because I really want them to be together. And maybe season 3 we'll see them – I don't know. Hit it off. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um But, yeah, um, then we've got Edwina and Kate finally making up. You know, she just tells her, like, hey, I don't like the people we've been – Edwina says, I don't like the people that we've been acting like. We have to be ourselves. We have to grow into the people that we are and all this stuff. It's beautiful. It's a great moment. Now, I know a lot of people have been upset because she kind of says, like, oh, why did you, like, wait for me to figure it out like a fool? And at the same time, I I don't agree with that because, like – she wasn't doing this on purpose. Like it wasn't like Kate was like yeah. I really want to like make my sister look like a fool in front of everyone. And she's never gonna know that I like love her like boyfriend. <laughs> no. That is not the deal. That is not the deal. So I don't know. That phrase kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Kind of like it's rubbed other people the wrong way. So yeah. Nah. I didn't, I didn't get that. I don't think it was necessary. But at the end they do resolve their issues. And yay they're all happy. Do, 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 do. They're all happy again. Um, and then we move on to get Gregory and Anthony have a moment together which we never see. We've never seen Anthony actually have a heart-to-heart with any of his siblings. Like a real heart-to-heart about their father. Because Gregory is one of the youngest children so he's never met he never met his dad. He never got to hear his laugh or get to hear or, or be around when he would play pranks on the boys. Like he wasn't around for that. So he's never had that. And Anthony has been so focused on just being in his duty and just being the, the leader of this household that he hasn't really been able to share that love that he has for his siblings or, re, re, or just talk to his siblings about what father was like you know and it's it's, it was a really beautiful moment because you never see Anthony have these moments with his siblings and he does say it that he's just been away for far too long and you have Violet who's kind of been like she's kind of looking behind the door and she just feels really proud that he that she realizes like oh he's he's gotten to this point like we've made it he's 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 out of this like tunnel where he's like no my duty and that is all I must focus on my family is there I care about them but he never showed that emotion and that love towards them and that scene just uh, solidified it it's wonderful Um, but then we have our next scene which is also I mean there's so many beautiful moments in this episode but we've got Mary finally apologizing to Kate and telling her how sorry she is that 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 she took on this burden when her father died, when it should have been Mary who should have been focusing on Edwina and focusing on the household, and it should not have been Kate. And I love that they finally had that resolution together where she can apologize to Kate for doing this, for, for giving, for making her feel like she had to to carry this burden for the whole family. And then, you know, Kate also admits that. Her and Anthony, you know, <laughs> that they did the thing, you know, and that he just proposed to her out of obligation, that he doesn't love her. And I'm like, girl, no, he loves you. He just hasn't found his words yet. He, oh, and when he does, when he finds those words, guys, oh, guys, when he finds those words, it really is. It's one of the most beautiful moments I've ever seen on screen. It really is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so, 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 so nice to, to, to see. Um, but let's forward it. Let's forward into one of my favorite scenes of all eight episodes, which is the ball. We're at a ball. We're at a ball. And you've got Kate there. You've got, you've got the Bridgertons and the Sharmas there. You've got everyone, the Queen. Everyone is there. Everyone is at this ball because this is the ball that the Featheringtons are hosting. And guys, I... oh my god oh my god oh my god I love it so so much um actually what happens is we also have Eloise finally putting it together that Penelope is Lady Whistletown she basically hears Penelope telling her gossip and she's like wait a minute this sounds very gossipy yeah she finally puts it together years later but she finally puts it together that pen is Lady Whistletown in that moment and then we also have before, we also have Edwina and Kate having a cute moment when they they dance together. Because everyone's looking at them and they're just like, fuck it. I don't care what they say. Like, let's just have a great night, you and I, together in this ball before you leave. Let, let's just do it. So they have that. Um, and they dance. And then that's when we go into the Kate and Anthony scene. But then after that... Then we've got Colin um, basically dancing with um, Cressida and then he like takes off the little chain thing and then um, I think he has like a plan in this moment. Because when you're watching it the first time, you're like, what the fuck? Like, what is he doing? What is he talking about? What is is happening? Um, But no, he finally, um, um, he grabs Penelope and he takes her into like this room and she's like, this is my favorite, Penelope's like, oh, but Colin, like, this is dangerous. Because remember, you couldn't be caught with a guy doing, like, in any, like, inappropriate situation. Because then you would be uh, obliged to wed. And I just, I'm like, I'm thinking about season three. And I'm like, girl, be alone in a room with Colin. You are in love with this man. You've been in love with him forever. Like, let let it be. Like, live your best life in this room with fucking Colin. Like, she's like, oh. I can't wait for her to shed this fucking shy, this shy d- demeanor that she has. She's lady fucking Whistle Down like be that person, be her. I am so sick of this shy thing like I need her to come into her own so that Colin could be like, yes, I want her. I want her I want her oh I hate the shy thing I want her to just give it give it in but um basically yeah, um this is the first time I will actually say that I actually liked Colin because every other time I just don't like him and that's why I'm worried about season three, but he basically outs out um, Jack, Cousin Jack, and just tells him, hey, this is fake. I've been looking into you. You're a fake. This isn't real. These aren't real rubies. This is made of glass. You're a liar. Give me my money back. How could you do this to these women who don't have a father or a husband? Like him not even realizing that this was all Portia's idea. (laughs) Hilarious. But I'm literally like, thank you, Colin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um... So, yeah, so we have that scene. And then, um, yeah, like I was saying, this is like the first time that I actually ever liked Colin all season. Oh, God. Okay. Um, ba-ba-ba, ba-ba-ba. Oh, so before they dance. Oh, before they dance. Then you also have Kate tells Anthony, perhaps I needed someone to set me. Make sure I was all right. I mean, my God, Anthony in this scene is so funny fucking cute i cannot are i cannot he is so cute and he says um you know he's he kind of stays behind and he does like this three four thing and um she says are you gonna ask me to dance and he one last time and he looks at her he's like are you gonna say yes and she puts out her hand and then they go out and dance and like i said wrecking ball and i just So yeah, so we watched, I mean, this scene, it really is just, just everything. It really is everything. I mean, Wrecking Ball, fucking these people. They had to get us with Wrecking Ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. I never hit so hard in love. I said... I mean, could it be any more perfect? Oh my God. And then the way he talks to her, it's just a beautiful scene. I loved every second of it. I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I love it so much. Oh God, what a fucking scene. And my favorite thing about this scene is that the queen sees it. She sees the love in the room between them two when they are dancing. And she defends them. She comes in before like she comes in for them and she's just like oh no when everyone starts like saying like oh the reason why like it didn't work out was because these two had a thing huh and she's like no it didn't happen because that wedding between Edwin and Anthony didn't happen because I said so and everyone's just like oh fuck okay the queen has has spoken the queen has spoken um but yeah she comes through for them and I loved that I love 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 that um so yeah it's an amazing scene I can't um let's see what happens next um oh big big scene basically Eloise tells Penelope that she knows uh, Penelope goes back to her room and when she comes into the room Eloise is in there and she's just like ripping her room apart and she finds like not not, like she doesn't have any evidence Penelope's not that's that much of an idiot to keep evidence but she has like lots of money underneath like these like boards in her room where she keeps all the money she makes and Eloise is like where'd you get all this money? And, you know, she just basically starts saying, like, oh, today was, in fact, the first time I ever actually heard you. It almost sounded written. And Penelope kind of a little bit gaslights her because she makes her seem like she's crazy. That's what gaslighting is. just making someone feel like they're crazy for what they're saying. Especially when it's right. Um, But, yeah, like, she finally, you know, she, she tells her. She's like, Penelope, I know it's fucking you. And Penelope eventually does admit that you know she did it and she did it for her and Eloise like no you didn't you did it for yourself and she's just calling her out and she's like oh I, she's like I look at you now I don't even know you all I feel is pity for you and then ooh, Eloise with, comes in with the burn a heavy burn she says an insipid wallflower indeed which is what Cressida had calls her in like the first episode so she like oh what a burn Eloise came in hard like hard with that burn like hard and then Penelope kind of just you know yells back at her and she's just like oh well at least I did something you're just jealous because you have all these goals and plans and ambitions and you never do anything about it and you're just jealous because I did something for me and I'm successful at it and you're just jealous and Eloise is like I wish to never hear or speak to you ever again and walks out and I will say the two actresses in this are in this scene who play Penelope it's um Nicola and I forget who who plays Eloise I'm not sure of her name right now I can't remember but yeah she um they both did a beautiful a beautiful um acting scene acting moment I really really appreciated the emotion coming from both ladies in the scene you really felt it you really felt the stakes what does this mean for their friendship it really left a lot open for the next season so I'm interested I'm interested to see they've got me they've got me because I, I want them to be friends I, I I love them as friends and I hate that Penelope had to kind of like oh no like you know hide her identity from her best friend not the right way to go by it. I understand why. But she shouldn't have done that. She really shouldn't have. Um, but yeah. So. Um, blah 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 blah. Oh yeah. Then we just go to Portia and Cousin Jack. Basically she's like. Bye bitch. I'm a mother. Because Jack was like. We have to leave. We we're going to leave for the Americas tonight. We'll come for your daughters another time. And that's when she shoot Portia. This is the only time I actually liked Portia. Because I, I don't like her. She's such a mean person to Penelope like she's just I don't like her but in this moment I liked her because she stood up for her ground she stood up for her her daughters for her family and it was beautiful to see this woman in charge like fuck no I'm not gonna do what you say cousin Jack okay I am not leaving without my fucking daughters and she basically says like oh I had a paper forged that says that when my when one of my daughters has a son all of the money and property will go to them and not you or anyone else in that line and I said Oh, bitch she went in so applause 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 to miss portia for that because i thought that was hot 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 get it girl get it get it get it um and then we go to fucking golin we went from really, really liking him to really hating him in like ten minutes, or maybe even less than that. I don't really know, but um, yeah, you overhear Colin telling this group of guy friends that he would never dream of courting Penelope Featherington, not in his, not in their wildest dreams. And I said, "All right, Colin, you're on my hit list. How dare you talk about Penelope like that? How dare you!" Oh, or any woman. Oh my god. I, uh, just thinking about it, it pisses me off. And I just he's gonna have to work very fucking hard for season three because I do not like him right now. I do not like him. I'm watching fucking call. Watching. <laughs> but okay, okay, we're getting to we're getting to the final the final last five five minutes of this episode, which are the best five minutes of the whole episode and of Whole series, almost basically, yeah. But Anthony finally declares his love for Kate, and it is fucking beautiful and so fucking well done. It's it's so good, guys. I I just love everything about the scene. I love that he finally gives into into his love into his love for her, and it is beautiful. They both give in, and I just couldn't. I could not be happier for a scene. I really cannot be happier for an ending for them. It's just perfect, 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 perfect. Um, but, but basically, um, after that, we've got Penelope deciding she is going to pick up the pen again. And she continues. She's the. It's cool. The narration starts off as Penelope, the actress, Nicola speaking. And then it turns into Lady Whistledown. And she continues. Basically, she just says, like, I'm back, bitches. And we'll see. We will see where that goes. So the last couple of minutes of this episode are basically the happiness of Kate and Anthony together. They're finally happy. There is nothing else in the world. They are now married. It opens up with like an after scene. I think it's uh, been six months and it's Anthony and Kate in bed together doing some naughty things. And he's like, Viscountess. I said, can I be your Viscountess? I mean, all of us are like, can we be? I, I'd like to be. The Vicontest, please. I'd be next in line, please. Yes, anytime, anytime. Please, please, please. Um, but yeah, they have a beautiful, beautiful moment together. Um, just, you know, like together. And it's so happy. They're so happy. And it's the first time you see Anthony just smiling and happy to be with his woman. And yeah, we see some, ooh, we, we see some stuff. I, I I talk with my hands. I'm an actor, so I do everything with my hands. A theater actor specifically, because obviously if I was on TV, I could not act like this. Because people would think I was crazy, crazy. I am a little bit nuts, just a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we have that that scene and then yeah it just goes into our ending so yeah i i loved this episode so let's do some final thoughts on uh the season final thoughts on the season better than season one Better, better, better than season one. I actually am going to rewatch season one. Because um, I haven't seen it since like it first came out. And I know that season two was my favorite because I've watched it like five times. And I've only watched season one once. And I feel like I want to rewatch it because I need to number one, understand what I did not see in Anthony to begin with. And number two, just to kind of compare you know, the love story between Simon and Daphne versus Anthony and Kate. I'm really interested to in seeing that. So if you're interested in me doing some recaps or reactions to season one for Bridgerton, please comment down below. Let me know if that's something you'd like to see because i'm thinking about doing it just even for myself doesn't necessarily have to be for my channel but if that's something you're interested in looking at or seeing please let me know in the comments let me know boom 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 let me know but um overall great season i loved it i'm very very much excited for what comes next so speaking of what's coming next guys i want to talk about what is coming next for my next video so, guys, for the next video, I am actually going to be ranking all eight episodes of Bridgerton. I am so, so excited to do that because, like I said, I loved to this season. So, please stick around for next week because I will be posting that video. Yep, I'm going to be ranking all eight episodes and I'm really pumped. And then you can also hold out for the episode week after because I'm also going to be doing a character breakdown where I rank all of my favorite characters and just talk about them and just share that with you and I hope you're interested in that. If there's anything else Bridgerton related that you'd like me to cover or talk about, please also comment that down below. But guys, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching my series where I talked about all eight episodes. Oh my God. I talked about all eight episodes and I'm so happy that you have all been here to kind of go along in this journey with me. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate all the love please. I cannot wait to see you guys in the next video. And as always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys in the next video. Bye. Hey, Watchaholics, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my last episode. And if you did, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast because it really helps me out. And if you didn't know, you can now watch the video version on my YouTube channel. You can find me at The Watchaholic Podcast. And of course, please let me know what movies and shows you'd like me to cover next by sending an email to The Watchaholic Podcast at gmail.com. That's The Watchaholic Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. I'm out of here. Bye.